Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. That music coming in, too, was special music. That was the, I guess, the score, the theme music, or what plays behind, I guess, all of the action scenes uh, in Pirates of the Caribbean, in honor of and memory of uh, Michael Leach, who passed away since our last show. We kind of talked about on the last show that we knew he was in the hospital, not doing very well, and since that time he has passed, which is just a very sad time, obviously, for uh, all of our state fans, uh, all of the Southeastern Conference, but also just... You know, for people dealing with a loss uh, from what seemed like a very good person. We did mention on our show on Tuesday because it's a really large um, thing in our area. I mean, uh, this rarely happens. I mean, very few times has this happened from a sitting head coach of an SEC team. Definitely, you know, it just doesn't happen. And, um, you know, just, just wanted to play that music this morning as it brought us in because what I've heard over the last several days is how good uh, he happened to be a an offense-changing coach in the last 40 years some of the places he coached the different schemes including the scheme that Lane Kiffin runs now that won a couple of national titles at Alabama and so forth um, you know trickle down from a lot of the things that Mike Leach preached and taught and showed people how to run but he happened to be a football coach that was really a really good guy a lot of things I've heard since Sunday since news first began to come out about everything happening is he would ask questions to reporters or he this past christmas just the other night he went to the um to a christmas party of one of the mississippi state reporters that's awesome which doesn't happen nick right. saban's not showing up at a an alabama beat writers uh, christmas party or uh, lane kiffin's not doing that uh, brian kelly's not do that and not only did he show up um while he's sitting right next to the guy who is hosting the party and one of the reporters his mom called and his mom no he handed the phone to Mike Leach, and Mike Leach talks to the guy's mom for 10 minutes. That's very awesome. complimentary, yeah. very uh, friendly to the mom, and, and everything. It's just – that just doesn't happen in today's world. He happened to be, uh, you know, rich beyond probably what he ever thought. He was an attorney uh, in the old days. Go listen to Clay Travis's two-hour-long interview. I'll kick the show is what it is. Go listen to Clay Travis's two-hour-long interview with Mike Leach about a year or so ago, right around the time maybe he started to be the Mississippi State football coach, and it's two hours of – some football, but tons of life. And yeah. uh, I think everybody that listens to our show, especially guys, would enjoy that interview, um, like, like I said, that Clay Travis did with Mike Leach uh, a couple of years ago. So that's why we wanted to uh, play that music because a uh, sad time for Mississippi State. They have already hired a new coach, moved in that direction to have a new coach, I think for some uh, continuity, if that's yeah. a word, continuity, uh, whatever, if that's a word. Continuation. Continuation um, you of know, some uh, stability. Stability, okay, yeah. uh, that in the program, and you know the guy's a young coach, thirty six years old, defensive coordinator. That he actually uh, had actually been offered other jobs, but decided to stay with Leach, but just because of the type of coach that he was. So he will be the new coach. But again, that's not our sports segment. But we wanted to start off the show because it was just you know, very even as Ole Miss fans, we just lost a, a, a great coach and a great human being uh, since our last show, and it's just very sad to hear. Yep. So we wanted to start with that because that's uh, the kind of show we are here at the UTW podcast. We want to bring attention to people that are seem to be pretty humble and and want to know more about each other about the human race than just winning x's and o's and so that's why we wanted to do that and and derek speaking of x's and o's speaking of a good strategy as you just mentioned you're going to get no better strategy when it comes to buying or selling a home than with team couch of birch realty group team couch is our 2022 presenting sponsor and we're so grateful that they have served us for the last year in that role possessing over 66 years of combined real estate experience team couch
Welch was recently voted DeSoto's Best for the fifth time. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. They're also ranked nationally as a top-performing real estate team. They're currently offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. If you're considering selling your home in this market, reach out to the best. Let Brian and Terry walk you through all the aspects of selling a home in this uh, very interesting new market here in DeSoto County. Call them at 662-449-1700. Call Brian directly on his cell phone at 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search throughout the Mid-South at teamcouch.com. Again, that's teamcouch.com. Enter in all the filters. Let teamcouch.com help you find the home of your dreams in DeSoto County or the Mid-South. Give them a call today, 662-449-1700. Thank you for a wonderful 2022 Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And podcast listeners, always remember, every home needs a couch. Recording on this Thursday afternoon, this sunny Thursday afternoon, which we have not been able to say for the last two weeks, a beautiful, cold, sunny Thursday afternoon as we record the UTW podcast from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios, Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce right here in Hernando. If you're traveling for Christmas, we still have a little bit of space. If you're traveling for spring break, MLK weekend, if you have begun to put together plans for summer travel, we are starting to get some phone calls for June and July of 2022. Hard to believe it's uh, already that time where people are calling and planning. If your son or daughter are part of a youth group at the local church, maybe you have an opportunity to uh, work with the youth pastor, please express to them the importance of booking early in the summer. We like to take care of as many churches in DeSoto County as we can. We also specialize in insurance claims. Helping people out with daily, weekly, or monthly rentals is what we try and do. Give us a call, 662-469-4555. Again, mobile cars and vans. Well, Derek, we joke off air when we're trying to put our show together. Not a whole lot of stuff going on, but there are some changes happening. We, we talked uh, in the last several months, we discussed a new district attorney, an interim district attorney. And since that time, people have begun to announce, hey, I'm going to also run for that role. A gentleman from Hernando has announced for that. Go ahead and tell us who that is. And, uh, you know, we're still... November, I believe, is what we're talking about. 11 months. 11 months away from a thing. So, um, Cause we've, had, we've had sheriffs now running for well over a year. Some, one, one, two years. One now for a right. year and a half. And now we, we actually have somebody else throw their hat in the ring for the uh, district attorney's race next, again, November 7th will be the day of voting for uh, the county elections. And something else, Derek, uh, someone actually emailed us and said, hey, you should have the people running for sheriff. Mm-hmm on the show, which we don't disagree with, but we do have a little bit of time. Yeah, we're going we're to get them on. <laughs> we well, researched we it and thought it was in April, but it's like, whoa, November. No, it's, it's going to be November. So what we may actually have them on maybe the first of the year, first quarter of the year, and then have them on again in one of those dual shows where we have them back-to-back being uh, sure. on the same show, probably the October time frame to make that last month push so you can kind of make your decision as we get closer. And we'll do that for several races, depending on if they're going to have you know multiple candidates, that sort of thing. Right. I got Somebody gave me a hard time the other day about bringing up pennies for the park. Do we mention to them that we were losers in that campaign, <laughs> so they may not want to come on the show? Well, we did help some some aldermen out. And no, no. Do we tell them? All right, no. Here's what we do: we let them know. Here's the slogan: guaranteed win. Okay, Mr. Sheriff, whoever you are, guaranteed win. All you have to say to win in the city of Hernando are these words: ten percent is too much. Ten percent is too much. Ten percent is too much. Look, Mr. Sheriff, give nine percent. Give nine percent effort. If you hit ten, vote it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to the district attorney's race. Uh, we have uh, the Hernando attorney, Matthew Barton, has announced his candidacy for district attorney at a Tuesday morning event. 
saying he wants to bring more efficiency to the office while being tough on crime. Uh, now, Barton is part of the Little and Barton Law Firm, which is in Hernando. He made his official his plans to run with, of course, his wife and a daughter uh, up there kind of, you know, doing the little publicity thing for him being running. Barton will be challenging for the office now held by Robert Morris III. This was the man appointed by Governor Tate Reeves after the death of John Champion in early September after a two-year-long illness. Morris was an assistant district attorney under Champion. The district attorney office, now part of the five-county 17th Circuit Court District, will become the 23rd Circuit Court District, serving DeSoto County only after November 2023. So this person is running. So uh, Mr. Barton and uh, Mr. Morris will be running for only DeSoto County for no- in November of 2023. Districts were redrawn by the state legislature due to the growing population of the county compared to the other counties in the 17th district and decided that DeSoto County should have its own. So be looking for, so far right now, Mr. Barton and Mr. Morris will be part of that race to be voted on November 7th of next year. And they probably won't be the only two, and we'll announce whoever. You know, everybody that's, yeah, everybody we'll, that's running we'll at any time, ring, yeah. because we're writing it down, because again, this is a two-man race. We're going to have both of them on. We'll talk to them about you know what they would like to see for that office uh, as we get closer to the elections. we got a little bit of time uh, you know, here under the water tower to discuss those things on the show. Some Something else, Derek, it didn't affect me. Uh, I don't think I got what you're about to talk about, but there may be some of the listeners that received some information in the mail from the county tax office. Not a scam, but uh, doesn't necessarily, you know, it doesn't affect them. What you got? Well, I received something in the mail, I guess it was on Monday or Tuesday, and it got me kind of concerned because I received my property tax, I guess, invoice, notice in the mail for my county taxes. Uh, and I was wondering, you know, this is something that I still have a mortgage on my house. The mortgage company usually pays that. So I'm like, you know, why am I receiving this since that has always been the case for the entire time I've had my mortgage. And Joey Treadway, the tax collector, said, do not be alarmed if you have received that property tax bill in the mail this month instead of it going to your mortgage company. Lenders usually contact the tax collector for property tax information and pay the bill out of escrow. He said this year, some lenders were late asking for the information, which resulted in mortgage holders receiving tax bills. If your lender pays your taxes out of escrow, they're expected to continue paying the taxes, but don't hesitate to check with your bank or mortgage company to make sure. Remember that tax bills are due by February 1st without incurring a fee, and you can file for homestead extension as a first-time homebuyer or if you are moving uh, into Soto County starting January 3rd. And, of course, it has to be filed before March 31st, so you have the first quarter to get that filed. So if you did receive this in the mail like I did, don't worry. Uh, your mortgage company should take care of it as they always have been. If you do have a question, of course, don't ever hesitate to call your bank or mortgage company. But uh, he said basically to disregard it because it should continue as is. It was just kind of a little hiccup where there was a deadline that some banks missed, and uh, so those were sent out just kind of automatically. Yeah, so a little uh, PSA right there, again, Derek received it. Some other people may have done the same thing. Companies uh, missed a deadline, and, and that may have come across into your mailbox. And if it did, disregard because, um, well, you pay those people to do their job, and hopefully <laughs> well, they're taking it out of your right, exactly. They're taking, taking out your monthly payment. They took your money. Month. They took your money. It's amazing how that works. It. They'll take your money, but slowly give it back. Derek, speaking of banks, the Federal Reserve Bank, which you have a lot of experience with or knowledge of, and um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about. We uh, we've done this for several months now. The Federal Reserve had their meeting and uh, did what everybody thought they were going to do, and uh, man, it just continues to go up. I, I picture the little guy on uh, the prices right. Keep going up and up and up the mountain. Oh, great. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna call him a little Biden. Yodley, 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 yodley. 
tell us all about the Fed Reserve hike for this month, and uh, we'll go ahead and schedule next month as well. <laughs> well, this was the fifth rate hike in a row. Now, the last four had been 75 basis points, or, or three-quarters of a percent. This time, it was only half a percentage point. I say only because it's actually less than the last four times, but only half a percent is still a lot. Also, the Fed fund rate went from four to four and a half, which means prime for banks went from seven to seven and a half, effective yesterday afternoon. That increase, again, I said is the fifth, and that has brought borrowing costs up to that level by the end of 2023, which is trying to and is succeeding in stalling economic growth. Now, the Fed's latest quarterly summary of economic projections shows that the current policy rate that is now in the four and a half range going to about five their estimation now is okay they're probably going to raise it at least another half a point some banks are even saying or some forecasters are even saying two more times up to 5.5 5.6 range uh, most everybody thinks that it's going to go up at least another half a point by the end of next year according to the median estimate of all 19 fed policymakers the projection of a target federal funds rate rising to that 5% in 2023 is slightly higher than investors expected before the meeting and appeared biased, of, if anything, to move higher. At the press conference after the meeting, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said that it's too soon to talk about the U.S. Central Bank's cutting interest rates and ruled out any changes to the Fed's 2% inflation target. So they are dead set on getting inflation back down to the 2% range. The inflation has lessened. So it was 7.3% in November, or the November reading for October. The December reading for November was 7.1%. It is slowing down, but it is still 5% above where they want it to be. And so they're going to continue to raise rates until they see some type of movement. Now, the cooling off is nice. Uh, the, the retail sales came out today. This is Thursday. They were, they were not good for November, which, again, which I'll tell you more about that in a second, which is terrible for uh, businesses, terrible for, you know, uh, people that own stock. It's what the Fed wants to see. They want those negative numbers coming in. They want it to be cooling off because at some point there will have to be some pain. Now, they, they, people say, well, they're forcing recession. They're not forcing a recession. It could be a cause of some of this. But their whole thing is, is that we cannot have, you know, prices going up seven, eight, nine percent every year because, you know, then you're talking about in two years it's up 18%, in four years it's up, you know, 27%. We, they can't, and that if you're paying, you know, more almost half a percent more, or, you know, half a dollar more than you were paying for something three or four years ago, that cannot sustain. That's what they're trying to stop. So I do expect them to raise rates again in the January, February meeting. Who knows where it goes from there? Who knows what the economy looks like? Again, if December comes in and this is a terrible Christmas for a bunch of retailers, that may affect them slowing down. But right now, the cost of everything that you want, if you have a HELOC, a home equity line of credit. Uh, if you're going to buy a car now, anytime starting Thursday or on, um, if your credit cards will immediately put that half percent increase onto their rates. If you have credit card bills that you can't pay off at the end of the month that carry over, all of those will now be affected at a, at a, at a uh, rate of another half a percent. So again, if you go to the bank and you come see me or anybody else uh, and you get angry because I'm, you know, I'm, there's, there's sevens now in your interest rate, uh, that this is what the Fed is, is enacting and what they want us to do. There, there's a number of things nationally we don't talk about. We've chosen not to talk about much on the show. Maybe that'll change a bit, and we'll kind of start to talk more of those things. Uh, I uh, Mobile Cars and Vans has rented vans to FedEx contractors the last three years. This is our third year of doing that. Uh, the first year was November of 2020, so post-COVID stuff, and it saved my business, and I appreciate that. I have a, a contractor that I work with now, 
And I, he, he agreed to do three months. So we, we, we started October 15th through November 15th, November 15th, December 15th, and all the way through January. And I said, hey, are, are we uh, – do, I asked him yesterday, point blank, are you going to need those vans past January 15th? And he said, man, we're, we're hardly using them now. Mm-hmm. Derek, nobody will say it. it. It's a crap show. It is an absolute crap show out there. Um, I'm certainly blessed and glad to have my bills paid and, and everything like that. But when – when FedEx, when when it's Christmas time and nothing is moving, that tells you right there. Well, it is all, yeah. a freaking mess, and nobody nobody in Washington D.C. is doing, will do, or anything like that. They're attacking things that have been legal since 1967. I'll let you figure out and go research what I'm talking about. The case is is that reports are always lagging, right? Data is always lagging. So they're saying, okay, well, it's still 7.1 percent, but we would probably say, no, it's probably. In the sixes now, but we won't know that until the middle of January, right? So inflation probably has gone down from 7.1 to less than that. We are, I mean, I've been shopping. There are some great deals out there. People are already marking Christmas stuff 20 and 30% off before Christmas, which you've never seen before. And so they're just trying to move inventory off shelves right now. And I think that is a, a real thing. I think that the economy is slowing down. I know on the housing market, it is a, it's a, you know, in, Brian Couch could tell you it is definitely slowing down. And so if that's the case, um, you know, those reports are getting there, but they're a month late. I mean, they cannot make a reading till January 15th on what inflation was in December. They're not going to know what Christmas sales were until the first or second week of January. And so by that time, they're like, oh, retail sales were terrible. Well, yeah, Black Friday did not do. Cyber Monday was not what we thought it was going to be. Well, we knew that. I was not shopping on Cyber Monday. I don't know really a lot of people that were really doing that because they maybe they started or maybe they're going to wait or maybe they didn't have the money or maybe because of higher credit card bills, they couldn't. But they were not making those purchases. They're probably doing enough to give their children or give their families a Christmas, but you know they're cutting back. They're not buying as many gifts. And that will be shown in January. It is what they want to happen. Let me, let me get this straight. They want this to happen not because they're evil people, but because this is what has to happen to get inflation down. The problem is the money probably should not have been there in the first place. Sure. Like the, the ramp up, the the – Checks that COVID were money, all that, all stuff. the government yep. money. When you put both parties, both parties, when you put that much money in the market, all the Fed is trying to do is retract it back. I sure. mean, like if you when you let the dam out, and now you're trying to stop the water flow. When you stop the water flow, things are going to change. Things are going to be painful, and that's what's going to have to happen. It is coming. They're doing it to the best of their abilities, but it is not fun. It is not fun to see. We have not seen these rates, Matt, in 15 years. The last time we saw. Uh, rates at four and a half percent, so seven and a half percent prime was 2007, which was immediately followed by a you know historic recession. And so I'm not saying that's what's coming because the housing market is not near what it was then. But there will be some type of recession. It will come, and then at that point, then Feds can start backing down the rates. Uh, you know that's that's what they're using their tools that they can use in their toolbox. It's just when ordinary people like us know it's already been affected, it's hard to see it on a on a macro level. Say, nope, we got to keep cutting. We got to keep cutting. When people down here are like, "No, I'm feeling it. We're definitely feeling it. Why aren't we? You know, why aren't you seeing it? Yeah, and it's again because it's data lags, right? And the people that are making those decisions that made them in 19 and 20 and 21, those same people, guess what? They're still employed. Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. I, I, I'm holding my breath and can't wait for the day that there's massive layoffs by the federal government. And you and I both know that's not coming. Well, you know, the federal it, government at operate, some point it should. Well, of course, the federal <laughs> government could operate at about 30 percent of who works there now. Mm-hmm. 
that's a fact. But FedEx will have to lay off and and uh, Washington Post, you know, whatever. All the layoff, layoff, layoffs. You know who, who's not laying anybody off? The federal government, which could easily do that and lessen some of the different stresses. And uh, not only do they not lay off, they just get promoted. <laughs> Ooh, that bad decision wasn't good. Let me just get a different <laughs> job for two years later with a lot bigger salary. Well, you, you can kind of feel, you know, figure out how Matt feels about that. Well, Derek, I guess a segue over into this would be uh, there's probably some regulation in this market that we're about to talk about, mm-hmm. regulation in the insurance market, and somebody that can help you when it comes to those type decisions for your home, your car, your health, your life is going to be our longtime sponsor, Holland Insurance, located in South Haven, but ready to serve anyone under the water tower. Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance are ready to serve you. Call them at 662-895-5528. As I mentioned, work with some of the largest companies in the world blue cross blue shield delta dental principal nationwide old republic progressive travelers again some of the largest companies in the world when it comes to insurance trust holland insurance to represent them in desoto county call bruce and jerry and their team today at 662-895-5528 merry christmas to holland insurance and thank you for being a sponsor all of 2022 again holland insurance Middle of our Friday show brings us to our water tower shout outs, which we're kind of running uh, running dry, I guess, when it comes to uh, shout outs for the rest of the year. As people are starting to slow down, the holidays are starting to ramp up and people are you know, enjoying Christmas parties and enjoying uh, work Christmas parties and those type of events. Really only one shout out to talk about from us this weekend, a special one for us. The 12th annual Crew of Hernando Santa Claus Caravan coming to town on Saturday morning, 9 to 12. Derek's going to tell us more about that. He's going talk about the neighborhoods that have helped uh you know get the gifts situated for the families i serving i think 10 families again this year mm-hmm. not famous not nine famous. families this year i know if it's the 12th annual i'm going to say we've probably uh made special christmases for about 112 to 122 yeah, families give 100. or take mm-hmm. it's 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 one of our it's it's a really neat event uh, say whatever you want to and lord knows there's opinions about everything when it comes to the crew of fernando Derek, something else before we talk about the caravan Today is the day that we're announcing exactly what's happening on Saturday, February 18th, the 11th annual, notice that we had to take a year off for COVID, the 11th annual Crew of Fernando Mardi Gras Ball featuring one of the biggest bands in the Southeast, Mustache the Band, will be our entertainment on that night, Saturday, February 18th. Tickets are now on sale. Sponsorships are available if that's something you'd like to do. Wonderful opportunities to be a part of the 11th annual Mardi Gras ball look on our Facebook page Derek and I are going to talk about that a ton over the next two months uh, biggest one we've ever had it by far will be the biggest band it's the biggest band we've ever had it'll be the largest event these tickets will sell out email us if you need to under the water tower info at gmail.com and we can help with that but I just want to go ahead and say that before we talked about the caravan which is a special event as well and deserves its time the Mardi Gras ball tickets are on sale Saturday February 18th we can't wait Derek tell us all about this weekend here in the city of Fernando. At 9 o'clock, these crew families who want to ride, who want to be in it, will leave Longview Point Baptist Church right there at the corner of McInville and Bahalia, and we will head south on McInville Road heading toward Heritage Oaks. That will be followed. We will then work our way through that heading toward Forest Meadows. From Forest Meadows, we will uh, go to Notting Hill. We will wrap around Notting Hill, exiting uh, onto Middle Buster and then going down Singletree, heading toward the Lakes of Cedar Grove. In the Lakes of Cedar Grove, we will go through that back to Bahalia Road, We'll take Bahalia for a short time over to DeSoto Avenue, all the way down Terra Drive. We'll come out uh, Terra Drive into the Deer Creek uh, subdivision. We'll go um, from Deer Creek uh, onto 51. Again, we're trying to we're trying to stay off the main roads as much as possible. But we have to get on, on 51 across over that uh, through Charleston Row. 
then it will take us uh, to Memphis Street over to Laurelwood. We will go through Laurelwood uh, and then head back south on Memphis Street, heading back toward uh, the square. We will go to the downtown area through Northwood Hills, again, to not stay on 51 very long, uh, into uh, onto Elm Street, and then work our way past City Hall uh, up College, I believe it's College Street, uh, up toward the Williamsbrook subdivision, crossing over Oak Grove Road after we go through College and Hill Street to Williamsbrook, where we will end. Uh, we will be led by the Hernando Police Department, which we'll thank here in just a moment. Uh, and, of course, uh, Santa Claus will be taxied by the Hernando Fire Department, which uh, we will also thank in just a moment. Be looking for that. If you hear sirens, don't think it's a, a funeral procession. Uh, this is actually our, our Christmas parade. Please come out. We encourage everybody in those neighborhoods, everybody in the downtown area, if you hear us coming in the Northwood Hills, Elm Street area, uh, anybody in, in the college to Hill Street areas, going all the way to Williamsburg, come out, catch candy. All we're trying to do is we want to thank the na- those neighborhoods, again, that I mentioned, that uh, donated uh, to help us to uh, provide for these families for the year. And we want to say thank you to them, but also just a Merry Christmas to everybody that wants to come out. We're going to be throwing candy, well wishes, and again, get to us into some great Christmas music uh, as we pass by. So just a great time. It's a great event. We should be done about 1130 or 12, and then some crew members will privately go meet the families to deliver them Christmas. So we've been doing this now. This is our 12th year. We had a wrapping party last night. If you go on our Facebook page, you will see pictures, you'll see a video uh, of the wrapping party for from last night how I mean, there are 30 40 guys wrapping presents like nobody's business i saw some really impressive uh, creative presents that were done um but it's, it's going to be a great time so that is this saturday again starting at 9 a.m please be on the lookout and just come out to let us uh, wish you a merry christmas and we want to say thank you again to the city for the uh, police presence and for the fire truck for santa to the young women's club who did uh, adopt a family on their own Uh, And they've done a wonderful job for them. Uh, For the, I guess, Senior Women's Club, the Older Women's Club, for them also doing a wonderful family. For all of the neighborhoods, the families of the crew members who have put up with them having to leave last night to go rap, have put up with meetings throughout the year, and who also, you know, will give time on the Saturday morning to ride in the parade. And, of course, to Santa Claus himself for taking his time one week before his busiest day of the year to come and be in our parade. Well, another thank you, Derek. Mike, we should go. We should tell people the parade is DJed by arguably the most (laughs) famous DJ in the history of Franklinton, Louisiana, which is a big deal. (laughs) I mean, that's a really big – if you come out for anything, you need to come out for the music, uh, which – So um, they're coming out for uh, MC MC. Yes, exactly. Okay. And we won't tell you who that person is. But, just young uh, MC. Right. It, you, you have the, to come. The, the no, older old MC. MC yeah. <laughs> He's old MC now. Actually, just last week, old MC. Which, let me tell you right there, on the, on the air, Derek, happy birthday, two days ago. Oh, yeah. Thank Your you. 49th birthday. 48th. <laughs> Trying to put one on me already. I know, 48th I know. birthday. Happy birthday to you. I know you had a. Yeah. Derek does like a. The, He's 48, but he's doing like the younger generation and taking off on his birthday. Oh, absolutely. Which burning is un- days. Just burning Which days. is unbelievable. You know what? We make a lot of money at mobile cars and vans for people that take off for their birthday and go to Atlanta, yeah, go to Jackson. I did not do that. To, oh, nope. my gosh. I did yard work. Oh, dude. We have rented many a car over the last two years. When I'll say, hey, what's going on in Atlanta? Oh, it's my birthday or it's so-and-so's birthday or whatever. So keep coming. Please. Uh, we appreciate that. Look, if your civic organization is interested, as Derek just mentioned, the Young Women's Club, uh, you know, took one of our families and did a great job. The Hernando Women's Club did that. If your civic organization or church or Sunday school class or something like that would like to help, email us. Send us an email at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. You certainly can find myself or Derek to say, hey, what can we do or how can we be a part of that? And uh, the more the merrier, really. We can help you coordinate some different things. And, and the more uh, other organizations maybe help us with that, the more families we can uh, just bless with amazing Christmases um, each and every year. 
Great job. Looking forward to it. It's a wonderful time. Hear the sirens. Come out and say hello. Wave to us And uh, as we zoom past on Saturday. I really, really look forward to that. And Derek, one of the um, best parts of that is some of the fellowship and friendship that we have with um, you know, with the different guys that we, that we get the chance to work with. And the current president of the crew of Fernando is Dr. Bryant Trotter, and he is one of our longtime sponsors with DeSoto Family Dental Care. Go and tell us all about that wonderful business. Yeah, so DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and the aforementioned Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Thank you to DeSoto Family Dental Care for being a sponsor of ours for 2022. We certainly appreciate being fans of myself and Derek and and what we try and do. I will say this. uh, First of all, Dr. Trotter did a wonderful job last night running the meeting, kept them all in order, uh, which was hard to do. Another thing, he did prove I was wrong on my um, over-under of one and a half million vanilla songs. Uh, he did name two Millie Vanilli songs. After he went to Spotify. Uh, well, that could have been possible. <laughs> also, since we gave him one, oh, yeah, that's true. I, don't, I mean, he just had to come up with one more. He did come up with one more, so I do want to give him credit for that. Although, having to only think of one, so we already gave you one, is probably a little weak. It's a little weak. Right. Uh, he should have come up with two on his own, but he did beat the over-under of one and a half. There you go. Look at Dr. Trotter. Always proving you wrong, Derek. Good for, that's good for right. him. Just yesterday, Derek, I had to make a phone call over to this gentleman. Uh, I had to call Richard Williams about something, and when he answered the phone, he literally said, Matt, what can I do for you? And that's the kind of service that you're going to get from my longtime sponsor, Richard Williams with Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, winter cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your property, any project on the outside of your home or office, Richard is ready to help. If he can't do the project himself or with his team, he'll help you find someone he can. Call him at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Thank you, Richard, and your family for being a 2022 sponsor. Merry Christmas to you and yours. Again, Williams Services, 662 292-8855. Derek, you made the joke on Tuesday that because of rain and weather, not a lot of games have happened uh, you know, in the sports uh, side. But before we get there and talk about high school sports, we did have a signing coming out of Lewisburg, a Lewisburg Patriots soccer player. Tell us where he's headed. Aaron Rodriguez of the Lewisburg soccer team has signed to continue his soccer career at Holmes Community College. Again, so this is a great thing. They've got a great team this year. Uh, they played Hernando two tough matches already this year. He is now signed to play and further his soccer career and his athletic career at Holmes Community College. So congratulations, uh, Aaron, on just, again, being able to play the sport that you love for another at least another two years 
and be able to have it paid for while you get your education. So uh, as we always do, every time somebody signs and puts their name pinned to a dotted line, we will announce it on our podcast. I need to figure out what number kid that is on the Lewisburg team because I will say, and again, I announced the Hernando soccer matches. I'll just say one of the Lewisburg players, he was a little little flashy. Oh, really? He was a a little too flashy. I'm gonna see what number this did kid is. Slide on the knees. Uh, he did, was, did, he, did he do his? L- l- let's just let's just a say pelvic thrust with the goal. What we're we talking about here. Let's just say after the game there were some little birdies involved. Oh yeah. Oh okay. so. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. Okay. I don't know. It could be A.A. Ron. I don't know who did it. That might, we'll have to see what that looks like. But uh, I'm gonna do a little research on that kid, and we may right. we may take back the praise and say, hey, we don't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Congratulations. I'm kidding. I'm we're kidding. always congratulate the guys. Who knows? I mean, who, yeah. Who knows? Maybe maybe that's encouraged. At Holmes Community College soccer team, I don't know. No, no. <laughs> gestures, maybe, maybe wrestling gestures are encouraged at Holmes. Who knows? I don't know. I, I think of the wrestling though. We have really good wrestling teams. I think Lewisburg and Center Hill are now participating in Lewisburg wrestling. wrestling now. Yep. So they have two public schools now wrestling in the county. This may be something that works its way all the way down Absolutely. Hernando. I hope so. At some point, well, hey, we would, I, I, you and I have a friend of ours. I don't, think, I don't even know if you know that uh, he was a champion wrestler in the Memphis high school ranks. We won't mention his name. He doesn't listen to the show all the time. His wife might. We will not mention his name, but. Again, he did, wait, wait. Did he have the Jerry Laurel one strap? Uh, no, I think we, he went with the uh, the double strap. Okay, no, wait, I think you have to go. Du- you have to go double strap. He could go the one strap and just just rip it off Jerry Laurel. No, style? it doesn't go that. Come You're on, talking dude. about Memphis wrestling? That's no, what I'm, I'm thinking ta- about. Okay, no, he was a Memphis high school champion oh, wrestler. Okay, there we go. There we he go. Was, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't wrestle in that way. Okay, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. But shout out to him, and uh, his his name shall remain nameless. But I will say this, Derek: he wrestled in the one twelve weight class. Um, now he knows exactly who he's talking about. Actually, well, <laughs> and you probably do too. So let's move on. Let's move on before we we uh, before before our artwork for our podcast is his wrestling <laughs> stance from high school. Tell us all about sports coming up uh, since our last show. All right. So uh, as you kind of alluded to, soccer games were rained out. The soccer matches were rained out. So there is next possibly tonight. The Hernando Tigers are scheduled to take the pitch tonight we will let you know of that or if it was moved to tomorrow or any other matches between now and next tuesday on our tuesday show north point also did not have games this week due to exams so their basketball games there weren't any canceled they were just not scheduled being exam week the next games are friday afternoon starting at 1 p.m uh, lewisburg and hernando though did play and we'll start with lewisburg both lewisburg teams traveled to south haven on tuesday night to take on the chargers and they knew going in it was going to be a tough test for both teams the Lady Chargers played first, and things looked good at the start with the Lady Patriots taking a 17-10 lead after the first quarter. South Haven was able to trim that lead by three going into the half, trailing the Lady Patriots 22-18. to The Lady Patriots kept the margin six at the end of the third with a score of 34-28, to but South Haven hits a shot at the buzzer to deal the Lady Patriots a heartbreaking loss. 44-43. to The Lady Patriots were led by Rainey Lamb with 17, and Allison Irby and Alicia Kotsky had 10 points each. The Lady Patriots fall to 8-5, and five, and their next game is Friday night. The Lewisburg boys. The boys brought their 12-1 record to South Haven, but were facing a tough South Haven team. Lewisburg trailed 14-8 after the first and 33-22 at the half. The Chargers increased their lead by 1 to 50-38 entering the fourth, and then one going away 66-48. Gage Haley led the Patriots with 12 points, and they fall to 12-2 and on the season, again with a game tomorrow night. Hernando girls. The Lady Tigers had two games since our last show. In the first game, they got a good win over the Lady Gators of Lake Cormorant, winning 48-34. 
Demar Cummings had 15 points, and Holland Wallace had 13 to lead the Lady Tigers. The next night, they came back home to face off against Rosa Fort, and let's just say this game was a cakewalk and gave everyone on Hernando's team a chance to play. The score was 16-2 after the first quarter and 33-2 at halftime. The final score, 53-5. Rosa Fort scored two points in the first half oh my gosh. and three points in the second half. Derek, that's terrible. It's, it's awful. It's bad. How do you even do that? I'm seriously, how do you do that? Man, I, I'll say this. It, at this time, you just got to reevaluate having a basketball program. No doubt. When you get 100%. beat 53 to 5, I don't know. A little surprising Rosa Fort's that bad in girls' basketball? 30, 53 to 5. <laughs> that's all I say. I'm just saying what's on the scoreboard here. Hernando, which is you know right at a 500 team, beat this team 53 to 5. Holland Wallace has 12 points, and Schuyler – and Demaya Cummings each had 10. They will play their third game this week, tonight, against DeSoto Central. The boys played the same two teams as the girls on Monday and Tuesday, and the boys could not get the win against Lake Cormorant like their female counterparts did, losing a tough one, 57-47. Daryl Tate had 19 points, Justin Hammett had 12 points, and Eric Oliver had 10. The next night, they hoped to have an easy as a time with Rosa Ford as the girls did, but that was not to be the case. The Tigers led 17-12 at the end of the first and 28-22 at halftime. The second half was back and forth with Rosa Ford pulling within four points a couple of times, but Hernando was able to hold them off and get a hard-fought victory 65-56. to Daryl Tate again led with 23 points, Eric Oliver had 14, and Justin Hammett had 11. They will also travel to South Haven tonight to face off against DeSoto Central. Basketball is definitely in full swing, Derek. I know the uh, soccer team tonight, Hernando soccer team, waiting on a ruling if we're going to play South Haven tonight uh, on this Thursday night. Rain has is, is moved out and is, and is gone, but after a couple of weeks of soaking uh, you know, rain and not temperatures to dry things out. I don't know if we're going to be able to play, but you know, we'll see. Uh, a lot of the turf teams are benefiting from the chance to play. Yeah, all branch of Center Hill did play. Right, they exactly. Played at yeah, branch, I mean, yeah. the turf makes a, a world of difference, and we're going to make that's going to be some definite changes in DeSoto County. That'll be really good having turf opportunities. That way, you don't have to cancel things uh, so easily. So a lot of our teams will get the chance to play uh, more. So. Uh, congratulations to all the winners and congratulations to all the young people for getting out there and getting a chance to compete, uh, you know, score five points in a girls' basketball game, not really competing. That's tough. I, I can't. I I, it's, it's brutal. Yeah, it's all. It's just so <laughs> I mean, it's just absolutely brutal. I don't know how you do that. I, I truly do not know how you score 50-something to five. We digress. Look, if you enjoy our show, we appreciate you listening to us. We really appreciate you sharing it with friends and family. Uh, simply go wherever you listen to our show, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. There is a share button on there, and you can share it via text or email or share it on Facebook or Hernando Happenings. We really appreciate that, and it continues to help us grow with the UTW Podcast. Also, give us a five-star review wherever you listen to. Give us that five-star review. Helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you will enjoy the OB Pod. Comes out early on Monday mornings, covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. Also, deep dives into Lewisburg, Center Hill, and Olive Branch Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. We're in this Friday show the way we always do. However, maybe a little bit more emphasis on Christmas, Derek. Uh, We encourage people to attend a local church this weekend. Hernando United Methodist Church will have a cantata at both of their services, 845 and 1055. There will be a wonderful, beautiful Christmas cantata. And then the table service, which is more of a contemporary service, will be taking place at 10 o'clock right smack dab in the middle. So no Sunday school, but that's what's going to be happening at HUMC. And the dozens of churches throughout Hernando would welcome uh, all of our listeners, um, you know, to worship with them at this very 
special time of the Christmas season, the reason for the season, the birth of Jesus Christ, uh, you know, w- which we celebrate in a couple of weeks. And uh, just really looking forward to the cantata. And uh, please let this weekend be the time that you return to church. Uh, we think you and your family would definitely benefit from that. Uh, before I sign off, Derek, I will say this. I had an opportunity last night to recognize a wonderful lady, Miss Becky Davis, who has given seven years to our HUMC youth group. I wanted to say that on air, say thank you to her. Thank you. Give her a a well-deserved thank you and shout out from us. But also, I've said it for the last two years, if you think or if you're being tugged or your heart's being tugged to, hey, how can I serve young people, serve others, go right up to your youth pastor and simply ask them, what can I do? Can I help fix a meal? Can I come on Wednesday nights and help be another adult in the room? Are you going to a concert? Are you going to a movie? Are you going on an out-of-town trip that I can serve with? Please reach out to your youth pastor and ask those questions. They may not come to you all the time and say that out loud in church, but the help and the need is definitely there. So please consider contacting your youth pastor to figure out a way to serve because that's what it's all about. As we just mentioned, Jesus came to, uh, to earth so we could be with him uh, in eternity one day. And um, a little bit of service on this earth is, is what we're called to do. That's right. Looking forward to a great weekend and uh, just a great parade that's going to be happening on Saturday. So again, hope everybody that's hearing us right now will come out and find a place to be on that route to let us wish you a Merry Christmas. Absolutely. A Merry Christmas from the crew of Fernando. And again, Derek, as I mentioned, this guy does not like to have attention brought to himself, but one of the most famous DJs in the history of Franklinton, Louisiana, <laughs> will be on the wheels of steel this Saturday. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Got no sleep with reindeer. No sack on my back. You're going to see me coming in a big black Cadillac. Oh, it's Christmas time.